The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about the fact that on board Planala have given the green light for the country's first ever supervised drug injection facility at Merchants Key. It's going to be set up uh, there and operate for a trial period of 18 months. Merchants Key is in uh, Dublin City, in the centre of the city, just on the south bank of the Liffey. Aon O'Reardon is a Labour Party TD for Dublin Bay North. Aon, finally, some might say. Well, yeah, I mean, I was Minister for Drugs when this was first mooted at the political level. I suppose they're going to pass that cabinet in December 2015. It was passed by the Iraqis in 2017. So effectively, we've been waiting eight, waiting eight years for this to come to pass. Um, it was a high court decision to reverse it back to Ambor Panala, and Ambor Panala have now given this uh, the green light. So this will save lives. Uh, in many respects, this debate has been going on for quite a long time, but the debate on whether we should have an injecting centre or not has moved on to where it should be. Mm. There are over 80 of these centres across Europe, and what they managed to achieve is that the lives that are lost on the streets and in the alleyways of heroin um, drug users and injectors is taken into a medically supervised uh, scenario. So there's less HIV transactions, there's less hepatitis C, uh, there's less people dying of overdose. Uh, and nobody has ever died of a fatal overdose in any of these injecting facilities wherever they have been opened. And also, there's an added benefit of lack of drug paraphernalia being left on the street. So you don't get the syringes left behind. Uh, you don't get the drug litter, uh, as it were. So mm. it's a win-win for the user because it's the first, if you like, toe into the services provision, the care, the compassion that a a service like this can provide for somebody. It's a, it's a step in the right direction towards towards recovery. It's a harm uh, reduction service. But as, as well as that, those who may observe in Dublin City Centre, you know, injecting going on in any ways, as I think most people have seen at this stage, and certainly the, the litter that's left behind, it greatly, greatly reduces that. Yeah. So... Uh, from both those perspectives, it's it, it's um, it, it's extremely welcome, but it will absolutely save lives. Uh, there, there's no easy uh, or obvious place to, to to locate something like this. There's no place that's not going to come with a, a little bit of controversy. And then there was pushback uh, 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 over the decision to locate it in Merchants Key. There's a couple of local primary schools, there were other businesses in the community. Are, are you confident this is the right place to do it? Well, look, it was the HSC who made that determination. They were the ones who assessed those who were interested in in, um, in hosting the facility and they chose Merchants Key. Uh, I visited it. I've seen the, the basement facility that they hope to to have the uh, injecting facility in. I'm confident they can, they can run it well. All the arguments against the centre tend to be arguments for it. People say, well, you know, there's drug paraphernalia left around the place. Well, that will be addressed by having an injecting facility. People say there's open injecting happening around the place. So that, well, that also will be addressed by having a facility. But it's also the value that we place on the lives of those people who will use the service. And I have to say, here in an Irish society, we have a very low view uh, of people mm. who are involved in drug use. We call them names. Uh, we stigmatise them. Um, they are openly, you know, dehumanised in, in debates and it's all called, uh, you know, dehumanising terminology is used about them. So I, I think we need to maybe grow up in Ireland, have a more honest discussion about the level of drug use that's taking place. We have the third highest overdose rate in Europe and I don't think we actually treat those who use drugs with the level of respect that actually can help them um, 
to to deal with their issue in a more humane and a more realistic fashion. It, it, it like you you might lament the fact that this is the case but it is the case that taking these drugs is illegal like for some people there's a kind of an incongruity in facilitating what is an illegal activity it's happening anyway yeah. so I mean either, either we pretend that it's not happening and we just walk by and try and arrest our way out of it or we accept that it is happening and try to do something about it you walk down any alleyway if you, if, you, know, if, if you want to you're going to see somebody who's injecting this stuff into themselves so either we just arrest them and think that's going to solve the problem which hasn't worked for 40 years or accept that it is happening and it should happen in a much more clean medically supervised uh, scenario that can actually help somebody in their journey hopefully towards recovery but certainly will main, ensure that they won't die or contract hepatitis C or contract HIV and also that all the litter that's left behind won't be as much of the problem as it has been in the past anywhere where a centre has been opened across Europe they are expanding the service not reducing it because they've proven to be a success whatever they've been opened. And tell me this, um, what has been the approach in other countries, because um, you would have looked at this in, in, in great detail mm. when you were proposing it, as to how law enforcement deal then with kind of uh, possession in and around a centre like this, low-level possession? Well, there's an understanding that in around Merchant's Key or other drug treatment facilities around uh, around. Dublin or anywhere around the country, that there's going to be an expectation that people will have potentially something on them. And there's a policing plan that's put around that. The, essentially what happens is that the possession of, of drugs to person is, is decriminalised in a particular location between certain hours. There's other you know, facilities where the drugs are supplied by the state or by the medical facility. That's not what we're doing here. Yeah. People will come in with their own material that they've gotten from their own sources uh, because of the level of trust that needs to be built up uh, and then, you know, the, the needles, et cetera, will be supplied to them because they'll be clean. And what we need here is to build up a level of trust between the user and the provider of the service. And because trust is not something that is in, you know, huge supply when you are in that stage in your life, when you've fallen out of the, uh, maybe out of, out of services, you've fallen out of your family, you're a street heroin user, you don't trust anybody. So if you provide a service that can actually get people inside, show them compassion, show them care, realise where they're at, not try to judge them, they're more likely to engage in that service. And in terms, in terms of the policing scenario, look, we have had a regime for the last 40 years where we've said, let's just arrest anybody that has drugs on and hasn't worked at all. So I think we need to try something different and something that hopefully will save some lives. Is, is, um, is the obvious extension then of, of this policy in the future, we're maybe not necessarily there yet as a society, as you say, we have to have the conversation. Is it the legalisation of supply to some degree? I think the state should be more involved. I'd be frank about it, but there is a citizen's assembly on drugs due to take place in the first quarter of this year, which I think um, myself and other people in the Oireachtas are quite... Uh, excited about, quite passionate about, and we really want to see an honest discussion about where we can move towards. I would like to see decriminalisation of the drug user. Um, I think that should be the first step. So if you have something in your possession that is clearly for your own use, that should be dealt with as a health issue, not a criminal justice issue. They did that in Portugal 20 years ago. And what has happened is that there's been a 75% reduction in those uh, fatal overdoses of drugs. And there's been a 50% reduction in those who are in drug treatment programs. Now, if we had that scenario here, it would be a massive success. It doesn't stop drug use. I don't know what you could do to prevent drug use. Uh, you'd have to tackle inequality, um, first and foremost, because that is a, you know, the, the real gateway drug um, you know, to, 
to hard drugs is, is poverty. And that's a wider conversation. But I would hope that the Drugs Citizens Assembly could lead us down a road to having a much more humane approach to this issue because currently what we're doing is killing people with bad drug policy. And again, just to kind of maybe um, repeat a point, but in a different context, you know, when you say it's happening anyway, the drug taking, um, and I asked about law enforcement, I mean, there's a, there's a degree of turning a blind eye already that happens. I mean, if, if Gardaí wanted, they could hang around Merchant's Key at the moment and they could frisk every single person who walked up and down the street and they'd probably find a certain amount of drugs on an awful lot of them. Certainly anybody who walks that part of Dublin would know that. And it's pointless. I mean, look, we have people in, who've been in front of the court services and Father Peter McBerry has told me this. He's been in court with people, you know, charged with the possession of cannabis to the worth of two euro which is a complete and utter waste of time. 70% of our, of our drugs cases in our courts are for possession for personal use. The Portuguese system is that you intervene with that person uh, to go through in front of what's called a dissuasion committee with a counsellor, a nurse and a doctor, and they're offered the opportunity to go down a recovery route. Uh, there can be sanctions, there can be fines, there can be restrictions based on somebody's travel, but certainly it's a much more realistic uh, yeah. way of dealing with the, with the issue because like we've had a a system in Ireland for the last 40 years since the Misuse of Drugs Act. We have 4,000 people incarcerated in Ireland and we used to have 1,000, um, you know, 40 years ago, mainly because of drugs. Now, if it had worked, it would be working and we wouldn't have the level of drug use and the drug overdose and the drug deaths that we have. But it hasn't worked. Yeah. But what happened in Portugal did work. And it's going to be a challenge to people because people don't like talking about it. They don't like thinking that there's somebody in their family taking drugs or that you might normalise something that you feel isn't normal. For far too many lives and far too many communities and for far too many families, mm. this is a, something that they grapple with every day. And we have to be much more realistic about it because we're not being realistic about it. And Manix Finn is an independent councillor with Dublin City Council is with us. Well. Manix, you have reservations about this area, is that right? Yeah, I just think that this is a very wrong move. Good afternoon, Deputy. Good afternoon, Richters. Yeah, I mean, it's completely wrong. I mean, this is not treatment. I mean, it needs to be pointed out that this is not a treatment centre. This is a place where you go to intravenously use heroin. And while people may not die in the building itself, they certainly die on the streets. And if you look at the statistics uh, from around the world on such facilities, you see that. Again, as I say, like, you know, who's going to supply the heroin? The Kinnans or the Hutches? This is outrageous. I mean, this is wrong. This is completely wrong. What we need uh, is rehabilitation, detoxification, uh, and residential treatment centres. We don't need uh, a centre like this at Merchant King. Uh, you know, and the big issue at the moment on the streets of Dublin is crack cocaine and, and, and prescription drugs. Uh, you know, also, people have to use in this room and then they walk out the door. So where does the homeless go? Where do the people go? It is absolutely wrong. I take the point in relation to what the deputies just said around the history of drug use and so on and so forth. And many people take drugs and there isn't a major issue in relation to the criminal issue. But we're talking here about chronically addicted individuals who basically at the end of the day are going to be chronically addicted when they walk out of that space. I work with Garbo Matic. I'm part of the community that is the online uh, therapeutic treatment, which is basically compassionate inquiry. I've studied the whole issue in Canada and he admitted himself that all it is is just another tool, but it doesn't particularly work. It's just a compassionate way of approaching it. The Portuguese model is the Portuguese model. Our model here hasn't even got off the ground. The failed drug policy of the past 50-odd years. I've got individuals now in communities who were once anti-drugs, who are now pro-drugs and pro-declassifying uh, drugs yeah. and decriminalising drugs. The point of the matter is, is that this will not work. And furthermore... Well, I don't, going sorry to, to cut across your answer. I don't, I don't think Aon or anyone else is suggesting that like this is the silver bullet. 
that th- this is. I don't no, think. No, I don't think hear anyone says this is drug treatment or that this but, will but get no, everyone no, off no, drugs. No, but, but, the, but, the, but the general public need to be informed. That this is not drug treatment. And myself and the and the deputy go back a long time on this particular issue. And I have huge respect for the minister for the for the for the deputy on this particular issue. But this is a wrong way of approaching this. The issue for me and the issue for my family. I come out of that family. I come out of addiction. I come out of that absolute horror. And my family are still trapped in it. The way forward is not a place to simply bang up heroin. You can bang up heroin now, but the way forward is rehabilitation and detox. Mountjoy Jail is responsible for saving more lives than anybody in any of those institutions. So I'd ask them to rethink this particular issue. Furthermore, why would you want to put a facility in, in a community that doesn't actually want it right beside the school? It's a kind of a bullying. And it's not right, and it's the government's failure here. Again, the FICEP tone of the methadone programs are not working. There are more and more people in poor poverty situations who are addicted now, mm. and there's no treatment centres well, for them. For instance, a, a woman, for instance, with a family in Limerick, there's no place for her to go or her family, you know, yeah. to get treatment. Well, and many of, the, many of the therapists, just to finish on this, many yeah. of the therapists and many of the counsellors who work in the area do not support this initiative at Merchants Key, but they can't open them out because they're on subsidies from the government and able to actually run the facilities that they have. This is yeah. a well, listen, I'll, I'll have to take your word for that. I know people who work there and they are supportive of it, people who have worked there and they are. So uh, there's, there's anecdotal evidence. I suppose that for what it's worth, it is going to be happening for 18 months anyway, they say. Um, Board Pernod have given the green light uh, for, for a trial period. Um, so I'm sure there will be plenty of assessment uh, during that trial period. Aon O'Reardon, Dublin Bay North TD with the Labour Party, Mannix Finn, Independent Councillor for Dublin City Council. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.